Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Yeah, last uh, episode, we saw the new things that have now come. So in this new episode, we'll see what to do now. We're speaking on what to do now. Now that you are in Christ. Now that you are in Christ. What are those things to do? So as we go about this episode, I pray that the strength and the ability to put to practice what is discussed, what is spoken on today, that the Lord will give it unto us in the name of Jesus. That we will be able to stand upright, to stand right with Him in the name of Jesus. The Lord will help us and strengthen us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. So what to do now? There are some steps that you must begin without delay to take on a, on a daily basis if you grow to be a giant in Christ. God has done his part and we, all, and we do all he has to do to make you a victorious Christian. But you have got to do your own part faithfully. Let us consider these steps together. Step 1. Put off the old man. Put off the old man. Ephesians 4 verse 22 says that ye put off concerning the former conversation or the old manner of life, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. That ye put off concerning the former conversation or old manner of life, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. Colossians chapter 3, verse 5 to 9 says, Mortify therefore your members, which are upon the heart, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil con- con- concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the, in the which ye also walked sometimes when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off the, all this anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication or language out of your mouth. Lie not one to another. Seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. These words make it plain that it is your duty to restrain your members from doing what they used to do in the past. That you will be impossible, as in that, that will be impossible for an unregenerated man to do, but not for you. Wonder why? This is because the seed of God has come inside you at the time you, be, you became born again. How do you then mortify your members? It does not mean that you kill yourself or cut your members off, not at all. Romans chapter 6 verse 10 to 14 says, For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also, Reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin, 
but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you. You are not under law, but under grace. So these are three words I want you to notice and focus on in this episode. They hold the key to putting off the old, old man. Number one is reckon. The number two is let. Number three is present. Reckon, let, present. These three words place the responsibilities squarely on your shoulders. Let us examine each together. Reckon. To reckon means to count or assume. It involves your will. It is, fo- it is twofold reckoning. First, reckon yourself dead to sin. There is a difference between dead in sin and dead to sin. An unregenerated man is dead in sin. So let me help you a little. Suppose there is a dead man's body lying on the ground and a fly began to hover around the, the hair of that body. Will the body respond to the presence of, of the fly? Certainly not. That body is dead to the fly. The the fly cannot get a response from that body. Can that body, because it cannot respond to the fly, claim the fly is not existing? No. Since the man is dead, do you get my logic now? So, sin, like that fly, is not supposed to get any response or, or reactions from you. Because you have legally died with Christ. The only way seen in actual life situation will not get any reaction from you is by a conscious reckoning of yourself as dead to sin. That is, you no longer respond to it. You no longer respond to it, even if you know it's flying all around. And people you even people tempt you with it. You no longer respond to it. Or even when people push you to it. You no longer respond to it. Not that you reckon yourself dead to people. No. But to sin. Sin itself or the temptation to sin. So don't, don't forget. You are not dead to people. But you are. You are to sin. And to temptation to sin. But this reckoning cannot succeed. Unless you have to hit the complementary reckoning of yourself. As living to God. You must, reckon, you must reckon yourself as living to God. So if a fly begins to hover around your ears now, you will actually swipe at it. That is, you will react to his presence because you are alive to his presence. Like that, you are, you are, to, re, you are to react to God's prompting towards righteousness and holy living. Just as there is a, there is a temptation of Satan to sin, you know, there is the prompting of God to holiness. You are now to consciously reckon yourself or consciously make yourself available or open to the promptings of God to holiness. To holiness. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you, except such as is common to men. 
God is faithful, who will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, we also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Do you see it? The way of escape is always there anytime you are tempted, but you, you have to take that way of escape. God will not force it on you. What it means is, you don't have to yield to the temptation. It is not wrong to be tempted, but it is, it is, it is not only wrong not to take the way of escape provided, but to yield to the temptation is very foolish and beneath your new status in Christ. So we look at the next point, which is let. That is to say, the right to permit or allow either righteousness or sin to reign in your body is yours. That's your is 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 like your is is with your willingness, your will, your willpower. So do not allow that temptation to gain a foot foothold in your mind or emotions. So you have that right to permit or allow either righteousness or sin to reign in your body. You have that right, but don't allow the te- that temptation to gain a foothold in your mind or emotions. You know, you can be tempted to, you know, to be competing with others unnecessarily or to even get angry or to even, you know, throw at to throw, throw off at people. But you, you can actually apply wisdom and say, no, I'm not going to do that. So the next point is present. Look at this word. It connotes an act of presentation. You present or yield your members to God as consciously as you reckon them dead to sin and alive to God. So it is a it is a question of your will. Your will to present your members to God for him to use for righteous action. What I mean is this, you know, you don't really have to look at that side that is tempting you now. No, do you need to listen with your ear to that gossip or music, you know, that is taking you away from God? You can, you can actually then present your eyes to God to look at another awesome sight. Let me give you two examples in the Bible. Job 31 verse 1. It says, I have made a covenant with my eyes. Why then should I look intently upon a young woman? You know, there is a way you see something and it moves you to commit sin and make you to, you know, do, to commit atrocities that can make you, you know, that can move your desire or your passion or your love from God. And there's a way something is presented to you that, okay, even when you see it, it doesn't move you. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't move you away from God. Do you understand? So that's why you must also make covenants with your eyes too. Not to look, not, not to look at things that can make you, that can shift your attention, your love, your emotion, your passion, your desire, everything from God. Do you understand me now? Because this word, you definitely see things that you see someone that will even expose their breast to you. You will see, you will, might even be walking, you know, innocently on your phone that you will see, you know, people's na- as nakedness and everything. But that does not mean, that to see that does not mean it should not move you away from God. That is, it should make you to backslide or to to shift your attention, your your passion, your love from God, from from. You know, living for God or living unto God. So, Psalm, Psalm 101 verse 3 here says, I will set I will set no wicked things before my eyes. 
I will say no wicked thing before my eyes. You know, there's difference between you watching a pornography to to corrupt yourself now, and you learning a, a as going for a sex education. Do you understand? A sex education is when okay. Let me just learn this thing to understand myself as in, in a way to to have an understanding of how this thing is being done or to know when to run and when when to when to stay do you understand me then pornography is you is you willingly and willfully you know opening that site and getting involved in things that corrupt your mind in things that corrupt your mind so there's difference between pornography and and sex education Sex education, you know, can be done. It's even, it's even advisable for you to to give your child as little as as little as they know they are right from the wrong, you know, as little as young as they as they know they are right from the wrong from the wrong to teach them sex education to to teach them sex education give them sex education. Don't say ha, omoke kere anyone like like they are still very young. They are still very young. Give them sex education so that when one brother put put her on her lap and and is putting her in a in a in a vagina or in a genital in a private part, you will know that ah, my mommy said something should not and uh, this thing should not happen and we run away. So there's difference between you watching a pornography to corrupt yourself and you you know you know teaching yourself or 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 learning. From a sex, a, a sex educator, a, a sex therapist, there's different between you doing that. So that's it. Even it, it doesn't limit. It's not limited to even a young child. Even as an elderly person, give yourself a sex education so that you and your spouse can enjoy your sex life together. So that's it. You see, it is a question of choice. So you choose to present those members of your body to God. You have got to make a clean break from all that you know to be sinful. You know what is sinful to one may not be sinful to you. And what is sinful to you may not be sinful to others. So that's it. All sinful relationship and association of the past have got to be done away with. So it depends on your level of uh, maturity, actually. It depends on your level of maturity. And ensure that you know, you don't allow, you don't yield your the members of your body as instruments of the devil. Don't allow anybody, don't allow anything whatsoever to move you, you know, to, to, to move to, to move you doing things that are that are um you know against God's will for us. Let's see Romans 12. Romans 12, chapter 1 and 2, verse 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, only acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. That is, don't you, okay, let's continue. And do not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may know, that you may prove what is that right, as in what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, how do you renew your mind? By studying. The word of God. By studying the word of God, you start reading your Bible, start learning from the Bible, you know, start reading, start reading, start reading, so that when when by the time you feed your you 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 
you understand Sonny so much. When you see that thing coming, you know how to either to run to it or to run away from it. So that's it. That's how to renew your mind. By reading your Bible, by reading books, Christian books, good books, good books that can build your, that can develop you, that can develop you. So when you read, when you read, it actually, when you read and learn, when you read, ensure you are learning. That's it. When you read, ensure you are learning. So I pray that uh, the, the grace and the ability, the strength to yield your vessel, as in to yield your body as instrument, you know, of righteousness to God. The Lord will grant it unto you in the name of Jesus. And the grace to renew her mind, the strength to study the, the Bible, the love of God, the Lord will give it unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord will help us and enable us to live for Him and live for, for, for Him in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, uh, we pray. Amen. So, the next episode, please stay tuned, listen well, and make a positive change. It is well with us in Jesus' name. And we are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.